Hey everybody, it's Taco Tuesday. This is your host, Mr. Christian Rivera, and welcome to the C-Note Audio Extravaganza. Today, let's talk about uh, things. I don't even know what we're going to talk about. (laughs) Um, Let's just dive in and do this. You know, this morning I took an extra five minutes of sleep, and so far it feels worth it. Though, I have this inkling I'm going to crash in a few hours. We'll see how it goes. Maybe I'll go get some caffeine and uh, sort of prepare myself for that and see how it goes. This morning I have a uh, review of a project I've been working on. My team and I have been working on for probably about seven to eight weeks now. And um, what was really cool is that yesterday we got to show it to a sales and customer service team. And uh, basically it's a commercial. There's three commercials, but one that's being posted today that is essentially an online spot for the website for the product. Uh, So it's going to go on the website and be sort of a simple introduction to the platform, to the idea, to the product, and say, hey, this is what it is, this is how it benefits you, here's how easy it is, here's the cost, and all that stuff. And I feel like it's a success. I think there are some things we could have maybe not so been so blunt on, but it is a business and sometimes you have to be straightforward when it comes to what you're asking for, for the business, you know, and you ask people to, you know, maybe that's something we should have included. We didn't really include an ask. We just told them what the price is. Um, We did ask them to join now. I guess that's the one thing, but... Essentially, you give, 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 and you ask. You know, you give people the value, the incentive, uh, and the emotional impact of what you're selling, and then you... Oh, I should go get a breakfast burrito. I don't know if I have enough time. Eh. Anyway. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you kind of... You give them the value and the emotional impact of what you're selling, and then you ask them to join, or to sign up, or to buy... Um, and you don't take, you know, you don't try to convince someone, you don't try to trick them because there's nothing that any kind of business person or, or rather consumer hates more than feeling like they've been duped. You know, even if they buy the product one time, they'll less likely buy it again because they feel like they've been tricked, they've been duped, that there's like moral issues going on here and just not a good not a good thing overall. So being upfront and honest about what, what it is that you're selling, what what you're providing, what you're giving, will uh, give you the best chance of success. Uh, and, and I feel like that is what we did with this spot that we put together. Um, hopefully I can share it with you soon, so keep an eye on my Twitter account, at RivalMyDesign, and uh, I'll likely post it there, and um, Facebook as well. Maybe Instagram. Eh, probably not Instagram. It's more images than, than video. But anyway, uh, so we're going to show that final version today, which I just finished rendering last night, showing that to the CEO, and hopefully he'll sign off on it and give us the okay, and um, everything will be honky-dory, and we'll be able to move on with our lives, <laughs> the, put the last eight weeks behind us, and uh, move on to the next thing, which is going to be some fun vlog-style project of... Um, we have a conference... Well, we have two conferences, one at the end of September, one at the beginning of October, so we're kind of doing two at once. 
But the second one, the one in October, is more of a beach theme. It's down in Coronado. So we're going to be doing some fun, like take some stock footage since I don't have a drone, some stock footage of aerial shots of Coronado and San Diego and throw some fun music over it in a very Casey Neistat vlog stylish, you know, to some, some nice upbeat modern music and um, mix in some ground shots that we took of the location as well. Uh, that I, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be um, an overall exciting thing. So that's kind of what's going on in my world right now. And um, with that, I'm going to pick a topic because I don't even have one yet, but I'll talk about it in the next segment. So let's continue on this topic of selling. I mean, why not? Uh, you know, selling selling is interesting because when you, when you have a brand or a product or an idea, you you got to think about it in kind of like three pillars. There's brand, there's marketing, and then there's sales. Uh, and I'm going to kind of rehash a lot of concepts that like Gary Vee talks about, but I'm also talking about a lot of um, what I've learned over the past, uh, what is it, probably 20 years now, um, which is crazy. Which is crazy for a 31-year-old, but <laughs> uh, I've been involved in sales and marketing since I was a kid, since my parents owned their own advertising business. Um, it's literally in my veins. I'm looking at signage all the time. I'm judging billboards that cost too much money. I'm judging social media ads constantly and, and trying to look at the trends in this landscape. And it's just something that even when I'm retired, uh, which I don't think I'll end up really like quote unquote retiring, uh, I won't stop thinking about it's just it's it's what I am but um, yeah the three pillars of basically selling a brand is sales marketing and branding you know you can actually if you go really really hard on one of those you can sell really well um, but again it has to sort of click with the consumer in that way you know um, Apple at this point is all brand. You know, they they barely put out any marketing these days because they don't have to. They they do it to announce a product. They don't necessarily try to convince or sell people. They don't have to sell anymore. They have people at the Genius Bar, at the Apple Store, but they're there to help assist people with the products, not necessarily sell them. You know, they're they're not salespeople. They're there are people who are sort of standing around and answering questions. Um, the marketing is in the announcing of products. It's in the keynotes. It's in the planning of the yearly events. It's at this point, you know that the iPhone comes around, comes out in the fall every year. Um, you know, iPads and uh, laptops are not as obviously big events anymore, but. Apple pretty much shows up twice a year. They show up for WWDC, their developers conference, where they talk about the iOS changes, and then they talk about the iPhone in September or October. I think it's September. Um, and people know that people know when it's coming. I mean, just word of mouth, it gets out to publications. They throw it out there, and everybody, the world's watching. So they have everyone's attention over years and years and years of building trust and a brand and uh, quality quality and um, 
or at least the illusion of quality. Um, I know the hardware is good, the software not sold on, but most people are. I mean, it's it's taken, taken. That's not a word. It's taken, um, it's taken the blue ocean consumer market that didn't care about phones and made them care about phones. Um, so it's basically appeasing those people who are not actually tech savvy, but they have phones because they need a phone. Because in this world, I say need loosely, but in this world, everybody does things on their phone. They watch things, they email, they whatever. You're listening to this on your phone, most likely. So they basically created that market. Therefore, they have control over it. They have their brand uh, that they've created over time, the little Apple logo, uh, and they have it all over the place. You know, they've basically marketed that brand to be a premier, like a, a luxury brand that is within reach, meaning people will drop $700 even if they don't have it. They'll put things on payment plans uh, even if they don't have it. It's a it's almost like a faux luxury. It, 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 I, it definitely is a luxury, but it's almost um, status symbol is really what I'm looking for. You know, you see people at Starbucks and if you see like a, a bunch of people on a MacBook and you see someone on a PC, whether you realize it or not, it's gonna make you think a little bit differently about the person who's on the PC, just because of the brand awareness and the brand perception. You know, that's what Apple is so strong at. And we'll talk about that more in the next segment. I like to use Apple as an example because I've had so many clients, like the number one thing, the number one product that people refer to when they want a logo or marketing plan is Apple. They say, I really like Apple. No shit, everybody fucking likes Apple. <laughs> like, that's not a very good example. Um, uh, you know, I want a logo that's simple, like Apple, first of all logo like that is not quite simple. It takes a lot of iteration. Second of all, that logo has an emotion attached to it. It has status attached to it. It has years and years of marketing attached to it, perceptions attached to it. It's not something that you just make a logo that looks like that or something that's clean and suddenly everyone is in love with your brand. That's not how it works. That's why there are the three pillars of marketing or, or of basically selling is branding, marketing, and sales. If you're, let's, let's start with sales because, well, we started with branding, I guess. So let's move on to sales. Um, actually, you know what? Let me clarify branding real quick. What I mean by branding, branding is basically creating the emotional awareness around your company, about your perception, about your, your entrepreneurship, your business, yourself, whatever your brand is. So for me, you know, myself is my personal brand. For a long time, I was using Rival Design Studio as my brand, but I wasn't marketing it very well, and it just didn't stick out. It, it, there's nothing unique about it. You know, Rival is not... Rival Design Studio is not... I don't know. It's It didn't feel... I didn't push it in a unique enough way. Um, it's still kind of in my pocket. Maybe it's something I'll use. Uh, but I decided that I'm the most most interesting of all the things that I do. I'm the person with the experience. I'm the person that that has 
the ideas and I'm willing to throw myself out there because I, as a personality, you know, I can be funny sometimes, I can be, you know, I can, I can put myself out on different mediums, you know, I can write for websites, I can write on Medium, I can write on Facebook and Instagram and whatever, and it's all attached to me and my name. And you put a face to it, and people uh, identify with faces, obviously, and they trust faces more. So to, to do that is, is basically what I'm doing, is trying to create a brand for myself with my name. Uh, and create that trust and essentially when you're creating a brand you want to create that trust you want to create that um, that loyalty you know just like you would go around school when you're in high school and try to make friends people know you for who you are and what you va- what your values are what you offer them and they'll come to you in specific situations when they need your help and that's no different than being a brand if you're uh, you know a blacksmith which is a very unique brand these days, um, you know, you'll likely have a mark that is very aggressive, very rigid, um, maybe has to do with like a hammer and some of the things that have to do with the trade, but then you build a brand around that as well. Like the things that you talk about, you know, you basically to, to sort of steal a slogan that we're using for the brand that we're working on today, eat, sleep, read the brand, um, and find as many ways to, share things around that brand as possible. You create kind of like a living, breathing organism or that brand in a way, um, which I think is kind of the interesting thing to think about. You're sort of like molding something over time. I think that's the part that's missed is the over time aspect. You realize that you're building a brand based on the perceptions and the consistency of your brand across people because really you know, when you go back to the Apple example, everybody thinks the same thing about Apple. Whether they like Apple or not, they see it as the top tier premier brand in tech and consumer tech. You know, some would argue that Google is that also, but yeah, I know. Thank you. Um, I don't know why he honked at me. I had plenty of room. Um, anyway, threw me off. Uh, but uh, people like Apple because it's the premier brand and they built that brand over time. That's the thing we need to consider. When you're building a brand, it's going to take time and it's going to evolve. So don't worry about having every little thing in place at once. Build it over time and you'll be fine. Uh, reactions to heart you know you're likely going to get conflicting ideas and you're really just trying to kind of take the consensus or what you feel is a good idea and giving it a try you know don't be afraid to try things particularly in the marketing phase Uh, the brand always going to evolve it doesn't need to be a set thing you don't have to have every little thing in place Um, you just need to start you just need to get going you need to put things put it out there and let the brand evolve as people give you ideas, as you try new things, and really focus on the sale. I mean, there's more tools than ever to make sure that you can get the most direct sale as possible. Um, Amazon is amazing at that because they've got one-click purchase, and they've got uh, wish lists, and they've got ways to say thanks for later, and they've got ways where they, even if they don't get the sale, they don't lose the sale necessarily. Um, So there's a lot of interesting tactics. Look at your favorite brands. What are they doing? 
what works, look at their products, look at their brands, look at their marketing, and then look at their sales. What, what gets you from beginning to end, and uh, how can you implement that into your brand? So I would love to hear, let's do question of the day. Um, what are you trying to market? What brand are you trying to sell? Um, and what ideas are you working on that you're not sure about? If there's something you would like to talk, I could really use some examples. So it would be really nice to hear what you're working on. And if I can offer any insight or any ideas, I would love to do that. So leave a call in if you're listening on Anchor. Um, and if you're listening on the podcast, email me at RivalMyDesign. Or actually, no, just, just RivalMyDesign on Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter um, or DM me on Instagram. RivalMyDesign on Instagram. And... Uh, We'll talk there, and um, hopefully I can use your example in the next one, and uh, I can help you out. So that would be fantastic. Uh, with that, um, I hope this was very helpful. I liked this one. I think this was very um, educational. If you're sort of trying to figure out if you have a product and you don't really know where to go with it, I think this is a good, good episode to listen to. So branding, marketing, sales, do all the things and get yourself out there. Uh, this has been Christian Rivera with the C-Note Audio Extravaganza. You can follow me at Rival My Design on all my social channels. Also at Future Boy Media. I've got some videos and some uh, some new things up on those social channels. And then go to HiMyNameIsChristian.com and you can sign up for my newsletter where I'll post all sorts of interesting things soon enough. <laughs> um, and if you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe like and share and all those good things. I would appreciate it to, to, to get the word out there and um, try to help more people uh, as best as I can. So thanks again, and I'll talk to you next time.